Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans, you don't need to deal with pushy salespeople. Buy your next vehicle at Ken Garf Nissan of Orem, where every customer is treated right. Visit us online today at KenGarfNissanOrem.com. BYU in the first quarter puts up 211 yards of offense, 14 points. They scored on both possessions of quarter number one. They're in the midst of their third possession, which bleeds into quarter number two as we're about to begin the second quarter with BYU leading it 14 to nothing. So the Cougars have a chance to go three for three. Drives and touchdowns here to begin the game. But as we come back in, it'll be a third down and two for BYU. And again, I have to presume that BYU's thinking four down territory. BYU on third and two this year. It's a money down. Nine for ten are the Cougars on third and two. When they run it, they're eight for nine. When they pass it, they're one for one. So it's a third and two for BYU. The 211 yards of total offense in the first quarter, 16th most all-time for a BYU first quarter. It's a big number. And it's the most yards gained in the first quarter under coach Kalani Sitake ever. 187 against Toledo was the previous high in 2016. So third and two, Zach Wilson shotgun with Tyler Algier to his right hip. And Algier's been gaining big chunks. They're going to have option. Wilson toss back to Tyler. First down and more. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15 inside the 15-yard line. Kept the legs churning down the boundary. And it's BYU first and 10 in the red zone. Nice block by Isaac Rex down the near boundary. The spot will be the 11. So that's a 30-yard run for Tyler Algier. Algier may get 100 yards before halftime. He's already looking at a big number with uh, 14.43 to go in the second quarter. He showed great burst on that last run, but also, and Mitch has talked about this before, but any run that goes 10 yards or more down the field, you have to give credit to your wide receivers because they picked up all those defenders in the secondary and allowed you running lanes further down the field. Twins left and right. Now motion by Milne back to trips to the right. Zach will take his drop. Defender in. Zach goes end zone. It is caught in the back. Oh, dropped by Rex, and it was probably going to be out of bounds anyway. Couldn't haul it in on the near boundary in the end zone left side. So incomplete for Isaac Rex, one of the rare incompletions when looking for Rex. A flag on the field. Maybe Zach was hit late as he had a man in his face when he released the football. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. Number 41. Defense. Driving the quarterback into the ground. Half the distance to the goal. Automatic first down. That's defensive end Tyler and and Koviak on the personal foul. It'll move the ball to the five and a half yard line. First and goal, BYU. Cougs leading at 14-0. Tyler Algier, by the way, 91 yards on nine carries with a touchdown. Fonua is the lone setback. Seven yards back of Wilson, who's under center. Tight end and twin receivers to the right. One of the motions from right to left. As the stretch handoff goes to Fonua. Fonua 5-4-3-2. Down at the 2. Second and goal from the 2 for BYU. Kavika Fonua, who by the way is looking for his first career touchdown. Will he get a chance to get it here? We'll see. They keep him in the game, I believe, at tailback. So this could be a chance to pick up a first ever score for Kavika Fonua. Kavika setting up straight back of Wilson again. Wilson's under center. They shift double tights. Rex and Wake from left to right. Wake goes in fake motion. 
play fake. And Zach threw low and behind Wake in the right flat. It'll go to third and goal from the two. Yeah, That just didn't look right. Yeah, he just rushed that one a little bit. So it was a play set up that was meant to look like power run. And they motioned Wake. They were motioning him in the backfield. They did what we used to call kind of a yo-yo motion where the Y comes over and then they come back over across. And he got into the flat really quick. And Zach just rushed his throw out, which it ended up at his feet. That's four straight incompletions now for Zach Wilson, who's 6 for 12, 50% on the day. He's in shotgun, third and goal from the two. The handoff sweeping left and caught up at the goal line, but leads across the plane. Tyler Algier takes the handoff in for six, another score for Tyler. That's two today, and the Cougars go up 20 to nothing with the PAT coming up. 13-24 to go until halftime. Career touchdown number 12, rushing touchdown number 11 on the year for Algier. I like the Democratic play calling. They had the ball on the six. They gave Kavika a chance to get in. He he actually, on that play, tripped over his own lineman. And then on the second down, they gave Zach a chance to throw another one in the stat column and passing touchdown. And then they go back, no nonsense, give it to Tyler Algier, who converts. And converting the PAT, Jake Oldroy, 21-0 our score. 13-24 to go until halftime. We'll stay right here with it. So two touchdowns for Tyler Algier of the three scored by BYU, and that's three touchdowns in three drives. Not a great passing day so far for Zach Wilson, just six for 12, but the Cougars getting it done in every other possible way. Time now for the Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary, brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, growing responsibly in Utah for over 25 years. For more information, visit utahporkproducers.org. And that's an 86-yard drive, 11 plays and 3-12 off the clock. The final play is a two-yard Tyler Algier touchdown run. It's BYU 21 and North Alabama 0. And isn't this something? All three BYU touchdowns have been two-yard plays. Two-yard pass to Rex, two-yard rush by Algier, two-yard rush by Algier. 21 zip, and Oldroyd booted away. As the Cougs now at quarter number two are going right to left. As we see it and you hear it, south to north here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. First touchdown drive, six plays. Next drive, eight plays. Next drive, 11 plays. And the drive's covered 80, 91, and 86 yards. Touchback number four on kickoff number four by Jake Oldroyd. It'll be UNA first and 10 from the Lion 25-yard line. Cougs 21-0. And they've had these stretches. So two games ago, they scored five touchdowns in five drives against Western Kentucky. Against Boise, they had five touchdowns and five drives up on the blue. And now they've got three touchdowns on three drives to begin this game. Now the objective has to be a defensive three and out. They haven't had one of those yet. Yeah, and they're getting closer. They only had one first down on the previous. They allowed a couple on the earlier drives. I think they're they're inching better and better. And as you mentioned on the offense, I'd like to see six consecutive drives. That might be a little bit lofty, but this team's capable of both three and outs and six consecutive touchdown drives. Second quarterback, Rhett Files, is in the game. And he'll hand off to Jawan Howell, who will move to his left with the legs driving for two. So it's a two-yard gain to the left side, second down and eight with 13-10 to play. And we watch that play clock at 30 seconds right now. Where will it be when the Lions snap the ball? They're already down 21-0, but no sense of urgency whatsoever. This is a shorten-the-game experience for the visitors out of the FCS. Play clock. At 15 with Files in the gun. And gets the snap at 7. Handoff middle to Howell. 
And that's two more yards. So third down and six, and so a chance for a three and out for BYU defensively. Haven't seen it yet. The corners by right now are Harper and Heron. So the corners, Wilcox and Ellis, who began the game, are out of the game now. They've gone to the twos, Harper and Heron on either side. And BYU be something. And Zane Anderson's already out. Uh, Malik Moore's taken his place at safety. So the platooning and or permanent substituting has already begun for BYU defensively. Files and shotgun on second, uh, third and six from the UNA 29-yard line. Play clock down to five as they empty the backfield. Five wides with the play clock about to expire. Snap to Files. Files settling in the pocket. Throws complete. Another first down. And the Lions move the chains. BYU does not get the defensive third and out. A completion of 14 yards to the 41-yard line. Cortez Hall on the reception. So late in the play clock, as you mentioned, Greg, that they snapped it with one. With about eight seconds left, they did a shift. But it wasn't a clean shift like BYU where they line up in one formation and they shift to another. They had guys running back and forth, switching at the very last minute. They're trying to do everything they can pre-snap to try and confuse this BYU defense. That last catch was not a result of confusion. It was just simply a one-on-one over the middle of the field where the offensive player made a pretty tough catch in tight coverage. Third and six conversion for you. First and 10 Lions now at their 41-yard line. Throw far side. Defender fell down. Completion made. Sticks move again into BYU territory. That's Dexter Boykin on the catch for UNA. 46-yard line of BYU. Every possession has either gotten into BYU territory or ended near midfield or never just held back in their own end for very long. Yeah, and you mentioned the uh, slowing down the clock. The first quarter ended with eight minutes possession uh, for North North Alabama and seven minutes for BYU, despite them having three drives to only BYU's two and a half in that first quarter. This may be a game where the score is incredibly lopsided, but the time of possession might even be in favor of the losing team. Files in shotgun. They're moving the sticks again. That's seven first downs for North Alabama here in the first half. Handoff right for three to Jawan Howell to the 43 of BYU. Again, the number of plays is almost equal. The yards per play is not bad at all for North Alabama. Five yards a pop. But they have punted on every possession so far. Three punts, three drives. BYU three touchdowns in three drives. They're getting closer and closer to four-down territory, right? With the ball on the 43, I mean, they gain a yard or two here on second down. They're going to get two cracks at the first down for sure. And again, the pace is just glacial right now as they go with a gimmick format setting up a wide receiver screen and it could be an illegal formation but it goes for a first down or near a first down on the completion to the right side but it ended up with kind of a daffy duck look right before the snap with players aligning all about the field and then a flag flew as the ball was snapped and now there's a discussion about what exactly the infraction would be and it might be related to the shift before the snap illegal formation Offense, there were more than four players lined up in the backfield. Five-yard penalty, second down. So the gimmickry is short-circuited by the illegality of the formation. 9.58 to play until halftime. BYU 21 and North Alabama 0. And so it'll back them up to second down and 12. And really, they haven't been off schedule too much here in the, in the first half. No, this is the first time that I can remember them being in a second and long. They've been in third and longs, but they've been like third and eight, nine, or tens. This is the real first time they've been behind the sticks. So they line up with twins left and right, and a single back Driggers to the left side of Files. They now vacate to empty. Calls for the snap at his chest and throws high. Caught 
George Udo throws down the receiver Jacoby Bird who hauled it down at the 45-yard line, setting up another third down and long-ish. Third down and nine. So third and nine for North Alabama. They face third and six, third and nine, third and ten, third and six, and now a third and nine. They missed on their earlier third and nine. It was a sack by Isaiah Kafusi setting up a punt. So from the BYU 45-yard line, third down and nine, 8.55 to play until halftime. BYU's up 21 zip, and again, the Lions are empty for Files and shotgun. Snap to Files, two-step, steps up, takes off. To the 45, to the 44 is all, and thrown down at the near boundary, a minimal gain. It'll be fourth down and about eight. And so on a fourth and eight from the 44 of BYU, it appears as if the punt team is gathering to go on the field. Indeed, they'll punt it again. So four drives, four punts, and back to return for BYU is Hobbs Nyberg inside his 10-yard line. This is this is like uh, every possession's deja vu. I mean, North Alabama gets to midfield, punts it to BYU deep in its own territory, and the Cougars take a long field and score a touchdown off it. We've seen four exchanges of possession look exactly the same. This punt is away. This one's a short one, though. It's end over render, and Nyberg will run up to it, make a fair catch at the 13-yard line. Flag, did they get him? they get the kicker? Yeah, it's going to be running into, which is only the five-yard variety. That was on a fourth and eight, so they made contact with the punter. Tough thing for me is the umpire was right next, and he did not. It was the referee who was more back towards the sideline, and they're having a long discussion about it. I think it was Faviliaki who was, I think he was blocked into the punter, but we'll see. They are having a long discussion about it. that'll be the discussion there about no flag for being blocked into. But there was a flag near the punter, and the Cougars got close on earlier kicks, and this time there was some contact. Running into the kicker. Defense. Five-yard penalty. Replay, fourth down. So to go to fourth and three, and now the discussion will be, do we give our offense a chance to move the sticks here on fourth and three? So the Cougars have been penalized twice, and both on special teams. One, a personal foul, and this are running into the kicker. So on fourth and three, BYU brings back its regular defense on the field. And will UNA put its regular offense back on the field? And that's the debate right now. You'd think they'd take a shot at some point, right? Here they are, eight minutes left in the second quarter. Offense back out on the field. So on a fourth and three, UNA goes for it. So the penalty may keep a drive alive for North Alabama. Rhett Files is the quarterback. Juwan Howell is the tailback. It's fourth down and three from now the 39 of BYU. So the Cougars were out of the drive. They were out of it, but they ran into the kicker and extended it, at least for a play. And they hurry it up, and they go tight. They go under center, an option pitch back, and a stop on the play. Is it short of the line to gain? It appears to be on the toss back to Howell. He's stacked up, needed three, and didn't get close to the line to gain, at least a couple of yards shy. And so the BYU defense holds. And the offense will take over with 7.50 to play in quarter number two. The offense isn't going to know what to do with themselves with only 62 yards to carry. (laughs) (laughs) To cover, excuse me. Yeah, it's a 38-yard line of BYU, first down and 10. So a nice stop by the D on fourth and three. And the Cougar offense back out on the field. So UNA has had punts or a turnover on downs 
on all four possessions. BYU looking for a fourth touchdown on its fourth possession. Zach Wilson shotgun. Hand off Algier. Algier finding his way yard by yard to the left for a gain of four to the 42 where he's brought down at the numbers. So it'll be second down and six for BYU. Cougar football is brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated local law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Second down and six, Cougars. Zach Wilson shotgun from his own 42-yard line. A toss left to Algier. Algier outside the numbers. Breaks it to midfield to the 45 and 40, the 35 and 30, the 25 and 20 of North Alabama. The big gainer for Tyler Algier. It's a 38-yard run. Algier is over the century mark here in the first half. And the Cougars down to the 14-yard, a 19-yard line, first down and 10. That run was the epitome of what we've said time and time again with Tyler Algier. He shows such power, and then he has these bursts of speed. Once he broke that initial tackle around the line of scrimmage, to get down the field as quick as he did for a guy that's as big and as broad as him, it's always an impressive sight. In motion, Milne behind the formation. A play fake duck by Zach, and he throws for the end zone to the back right corner, and the catch is made for the score in the back right corner. Neil Pau for the touchdown. Wilson to Pau, and the Cougars make it 27-0 with the PAT pending. Great throw, wonderful grab, and the Cougars pulling away. Nothing the defense could do on that one. It was an inside fade route, so Neal lined up in the slot. The outside receiver came in on a post. Neal basically had a go route, but one where he angles and his aiming point is outside the numbers. He had one-on-one coverage from a DB who he probably had five to six inches of height on. Zach recognized the one-on-one right away, put a laser right over Neal's shoulder for the touchdown. PAT from Oldroyd is up and good. 28-0 Cougars will call that one-on-one decision to go to Neal. A UCCU smart decision. Here's a smart decision. The UCCU 4321 Cashback Rewards Card, which gives you more cash back on the spending you do the most. UCCU, love where you bank. We're taking a break with BYU leading North Alabama 28-0. Touchdown pass number two on the day for Zach Wilson. And Neil Pau with the reception, his sixth touchdown of his BYU career and third down, a third touchdown touchdown catch of this year. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. With a score, that makes it 28-0. More Cougar football next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. First 10 incompletion from Rhett Files to Corson Swan. It'll be second and 10 Lions at their own 25-yard line as we come back in with 6.34 to go in the second quarter. BYU 28 and North Alabama 0. The Lions have gone three punts and a turnover on downs on their four possessions. BYU's gone four touchdowns on four possessions. Second down and 10 Lions at their own 25. And Rhett Files, who has replaced Blake Deaver at quarterback, and they play both guys, takes a two-step drop. And throws complete for another first down. Every series has seen the Lions move the sticks at least once. And the Cougars are already playing with multiple backups defensively. And that's a reception to Jack Peavy. His first catch of the year gets out to the 44-yard line. Every series has gotten to at least midfield for North Alabama. Yeah, and that one to me... So 
these passes to the flats where it's maybe one-on-one or you get a slot receiver lined up on a linebacker, like those happen. That was a case where he was just able to complete a seam pass. BYU's defense should be able to reduce those windows to enough where he can't complete that pass. And one is allowable. Hopefully we don't see them be able to exploit that further throughout the game. First and 10 at the 44-yard line of North Alabama. They vacate to empty and the swing pass to the right side to Price. Price makes the catch and gets five, six, seven yards on first and 10. So it's 28-0. It's all about points, but no defensive three and outs for BYU yet in this game. Yeah, credit North Alabama. They've been, you know, good wide receiver blocking on that last swing pass. The quarterback, Files, made a good little throw on on the uh, seam route. I remember two series ago there was a great one-on-one on the outside where the wide receiver made a good play. They're finding small successes here and there. One thing they have had absolutely no success at, though, Greg, is running the football. Six rush yards to BYU's 179. North Alabama has ended every possession either in BYU territory or in the midfield region. The handoff to Price on second down three, and he got it. A fumble, and the ball is loose, stripped and picked up. The Cougars race down the far sideline. 30, 20, and 10 inside the 10 for Isaiah Kafusi. The ball was knocked loose, and Kafusi took it down the far boundary all the way inside the 10. It'll be first and goal from the six. And a BYU player is down and injured behind the play. And that is Peyton Wilgar. Outstanding linebacker is hurt and being helped off the field. And the only real negative that can come out of a day like today would be losing somebody. And the injured player, Wilgar, was the player who forced the fumble for BYU. On the run by Price, the strip by Wilgar, the pickup by Isaiah Kofusi, and Kofusi took it almost all the way back to the six-yard line, first down and ten, uh, first and goal, beg your pardon, from the six for BYU. They're looking at the uh, play to make sure that Price wasn't down before the ball was popped loose. And they've yet to get the clearance for that. Again, the video clearance is yet to come. BYU's ready to snap the ball. Now they get the chance to. They say the play stands. Snap to Wilson. Hand off Algier. Algier middle, 5-4-3-2-1. One-yard line. It'll be second and goal from the one. That play began at the six. So Algier up the middle. Will they give him the hat trick here in the first half? He's got two rushing touchdowns, and he's already at 136 rushing yards here in the first half and actually put him at 141 now on that run. So Algier lines up as the lone setback with Wilson. He's got pistol formation. So Wilson and Algier on second and goal from the one. In motion, Romney. They give to Gunner on fly sweep. Gunner didn't get there. Gunner's forced out of the far sideline and lost a yard. Third and goal from the two coming up. Fly sweep to the short side of the field, which that was. The ball's on the right hash, and they ran the fly sweep to the right. It's a real, like, it's a Jekyll and Hyde played for me because fly sweep, you normally, you're giving the ball to a fast guy in space, yet you're limiting the amount of space that he has to work with. However, when you run it to the short side, it actually improves your blocking angles. You're trying to seal the contain edge and then be able to push out those outside wide receivers. Second and goal from the one, and they went fly sweep and lost two. Third and goal from the three. Wilson's under center with Kavika Fonua as the lone setback. Tight ends left and right. Stretch handoff to Fonua, and Fonua no gain. Fourth and goal from the three. Second and goal from the one. And you got, I was thinking Algier all the way. The guy's just been plowing people over, and uh, that was not the call. And they've not gotten anything since. 
loss on the play, and now no gain on the play, and now fourth and goal from the three. They're going to bring Algier back in. So we'll see if the Cougars can keep pitching a perfect game here. They have five possessions. They've scored touchdowns on the first four. And now they're going to empty. It's five wide with Wilson in the gun. Will it be quarterback draw? Call out blitz. They motion back Algier. Zach will throw to the far side, and it is caught for the touchdown. A great grab to Isaac Rex in the right side of the end zone. On fourth and goal from the three, Wilson puts it up, and Isaac Rex brings it down. Great. Another two-score game for Isaac Rex. His third game this year with a couple of touchdown catches. They come in the first half here today, and BYU's up 34-0 with the PAT pending for a third straight game. BYU goes five touchdowns in five drives. I cannot tell you what a great luxury it is for an offense to have a tight end who you can line up single coverage against the corner and consistently complete one-on-one fade balls like that to Isaac Rex. Tremendous emerging player for this BYU offense. The low snap is half-skipped to Rico. Puts it up, gets it down for Oldroyd, who puts through the PAT. 35-0. The Cougars stay perfect on the day. 2.59 to play in the first half. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 2.59 to play in quarter number two, BYU 35 and North Alabama 0. Time for another Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. Utah Pork Producers committed to farming responsibly and ethically. Visit utahporkproducers.org under We Care as Jake Oldroyd kicks for another touchback. That last scoring drive just took six yards because Isaiah Kafusi took a fumble back to the six. It took four plays. And with 151 off the clock, it is Zach Wilson to Isaac Rex for the three-yard touchdown. And so Zach Wilson's now 8 of 14 for a buck 32, three touchdowns, no picks, a passer rating of 207.1. To be at 207 on eight completions, wow. It's not a great percentage day at 8 for 14, but every pass he makes has a significant impact today. And three touchdown passes among his eight completions. And so Zach on the day is up to a 48 career touchdown tosses now and a 25 on the season first and 10 from the una 25 rhett files to the far side that's first down completion every series has featured at least one first down for north alabama on offense no defensive three and outs for byu at any point yet it is 35 nothing byu sixth time byu scored 21 points in a quarter this season. They scored 14 in the first now 21 in the second first and 10 lions at their own 36 yard line So BYU pitching a shutout and really a perfect game on five touchdowns and five drives, but North Alabama does move the ball every time they get the ball. They don't move it really well running it, and the rush by Howell goes for a single yard on first and 10 from the 36 to the 37-yard line. BYU football is brought to you by America First Credit Union, Utah's number one credit union. Join us, and you'll be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details, and go Cougars. Well, and one player you actually don't see out on the field right now is Keenan Peely. He is in the medical tent being evaluated, uh, but the injury has not been disclosed, so not sure whether he's going to return in this one or not. Mitchell Juergens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. The Lions go empty on second down and nine, and the pass to the middle is batted down at the line of scrimmage incomplete. It'll be third down and, let's say, ten. They didn't give him more than a half yard on that 
first down carry. So third and ten officially coming up. Kairos Tonga with the bat down at the line of scrimmage. I'm going to call it third and nine, though. They've moved the ball past the original line of scrimmage. So I'll say third and nine with 1.54 to go until halftime. And a good chance here for BYU to get the ball back and put one more score on the board with the starters in the game here to end quarter number two if the defense can get the stop. It is third down nine, almost ten, with under two minutes to play here in the first half. Tyler Algier. 10.8 10.8 yards per rush in this first half. A buck 41 and two scores. The offensive standout. A sprint right for Files. Throws on the run. Complete first down. Into, into a BYU territory is the tight end Corson Swan. And a flag at the end is BYU may have roughed him on the sideline. Is that how you saw it, Riley? Yeah, he was uh, being dragged down. I think it was the second player. The initial one had made contact with him while he was still in bounds. After the play was over. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness, late hit out of bounds. Number four, defense, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. So BYU's three penalties today are two personal fouls and are running into the kicker. 148 to play until halftime. 35-0, BYU leading North Alabama, but the Lions, if they're going to end this shutout, will have a chance to do so maybe on this possession thanks to that penalty. 30-yard line of BYU, first and 10. Rhett Files in shotgun, 148 to play until the break. Takes the belt high snap, play fake, lob down the right side. Boykin is there and makes the catch at the two-yard line. First and goal, UNA from the two. Dexter Boykin, a nice show over-the-shoulder grab. And the Lions are set to put a dent in the shutout that BYU's had going for almost the entire first half. Well, we'll see. We'll t- really test their metal here. They, you got to know that North Alabama is going to try and throw the ball. I imagine if they're going to take four cracks at this, at least three of them will be passes because they've had absolutely zero, uh, you know, good fortune on the ground. They go under center with a tight formation, strength to the right. A play fake. No, it's a handoff right. And into the end zone for the score, Jawan Howell. Jawan Howell rushes in for 6-35 to 6 with 1.37 to go until halftime. So it was the same play they tried on the fourth down earlier, somewhere around midfield, uh, two drives ago. They ran that same little quick pitch out where they overloaded the right side. This time they were able to get enough blocks to create a little crease for Howell, and he was able to get into the end zone. This North Alabama team doesn't do much at all on offense coming into today, and they've moved the ball all day to some extent on BYU, finally getting in the end zone to make it 35-7. to UNA averages 233 yards per game, and they're pacing for 400 yards in this game. 137 to go until halftime. We'll stay right here with a 35-7 on the good PAT by Contorno, Sam Contorno. And BYU's lead is 35-7. The Cougars will get the ball back on offense. So that's a lot of yards given up in the first half. 199 with 190 through the air. Yeah, and on that particular drive, to allow 15 of those to come on a late hit out of bounds. Now, I'm not as upset with that one because the initial tackler did not have a sure tackle on the UNA defender. So when Troy came and hit him out of bounds, it was somewhat misfortunate timing. But you got to be dialed in because it really is unfortunate to give a team like this that you've otherwise dominated even an inch, uh, which that last touchdown was. North Alabama has almost as many first downs as BYU, has run more plays than BYU, is averaging almost six yards per play against BYU. 
And they've, had some, they've had some struggles in the midfield, but bottom line is they haven't been stopped on a three and out yet today. The kickoff by Contorno. Caught by Christensen, who... Oh, a delayed fair catch call, but it'll come out to the 25-yard line. And so... Uh, Caleb, I thought was going to return it. Maybe the receiver even gave a fair catch signal. The ball will be placed yeah. at the 25-yard line. First so, down, BYU. Chance for the Cougars to end the half right. And you really, you know, even though you're up big, you still want to go down and score another touchdown here. Yeah. the one, After what just happened. Well, yeah. I, when it was 2.37 when they got the ball back, and I'm thinking, oh, that might be it for our offensive starters. So the chance, the fact that they get the ball back for maybe for at least one more possession, it's been Kalani's M.O. to trot the starters back out for at least a possession or two in the second half, but an opportunity to work two-minute drill is needed here. It's the Cougars in two-minute. Zach steps up and goes deep for Mill. Milne is open and makes the catch at the 20-yard line of North Alabama. Taken off balance on the reception, and he goes to ground at the 17-yard line. It'll be first and 10, BYU deep down the middle. Wilson to Milne on the big gainer, and the Cougs in the red zone just like that. Gave the offensive line gave Zach plenty of time that Milne actually turned that. He had a dig route, which is a flat in route. He actually turned it into a post down the field for the big game. Between the hashes, Wilson quick fire, complete to the 10 yard line. What do we have? Well, the, a false start. Yeah. BYU wasn't set apparently before that first down play. They were at the 17 yard line, first and 10. Now to go to first and 15 on the false start. Prior to the snap, false start. Number 83, offense. The player never got set. Five yard penalty. First down. So first and 15. The Cougs a little off schedule. We'll see what they can do with this. One ten to go until halftime. 58-yard completion. Wilson to Milne, by the way. So yeah, this BYU offense, 372 yards and counting here in the first half. Zach Wilson shotgun on first and 15 now from the 22. They were in the red zone. Now they've backed out of it. Zach off play fake. Throws for Milne, back shoulder, didn't get a foot down in the end zone. It's out of bounds, just past the pylon. It'll go to second and 15. Mitch? Yeah, I was going to say on that last ball, I mean, great great patience by Zach Wilson to, to see Dax, you know, break open on that big play. Um, just on this last play, almost had it. I felt like if Zach could have thrown that a little bit earlier, uh, would have had Dax there in the corner, just ran out a little bit of room uh, just based on the late throw there. Another century mark game for Dax Milne, 101 yards in the first half. Algier, 141 rushing yards in the first half. He's out of the game. Fonua is in. BYU's off schedule at second and 15 at the UNA 22-yard line. 48 seconds to go in the first half. Zach, a little scoop to Fonua. The 15, the 10, the 5, he's going in. Touchdown. Kavika Fonua with his first career score, and the Cougars go up 41-7. to Good play action there by Zach. It was a screen play, and they uh, the left offensive tackle did a great job of letting his guy fly by, but he got in Zach's face really quick. He did the pump fake over the top and then threw it right past the defender's belly to Kavika and then once it was that he had there was three guys down three defenders down there possibly making a tackle BYU had three blockers down the field each one of them covered their guy up and he was walked in the end zone Oldroyd PAT is good and 42 to 7 is our score with 40 seconds to go in quarter number two so BYU gets scored on and then scores on the Lions six drives six touchdowns here in the first half. A perfect half offensively, less than perfect defensively, but one score against is all. 
by the visitors out of the FCS. 42-7 is our score. Time for another Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. Providing safe and wholesome pork products to Utah families for over 25 years. Visit utahporkproducers.org. 75-yard drive, three plays, 57 seconds off the clock. The big play was Wilson to Milne for 58 yards. And the final play is a touchdown pass on the little scoop shovel from Wilson to Kavika Fonua. From 22 yards out to go up 42 to 7. And Zach Wilson's day is uh, very efficient. 10 for 17, not a great percentage half, but 10 for 17 for 212 yards and four touchdowns with no picks, a passer rating of 241.2. It is fiction to be another game of 200 plus for Zach Wilson. 42 points in the first half, the second most under Kalani Sitake. 49 at UMass last year. Fair catch called for on the kickoff by Oldroyd by Tyler Price. It'll be first and 10 UNA at the Lion 25-yard line. Three of Zach Wilson's last four completions have been for touchdowns. They haven't thrown a ton, and he's completed only 10 balls, but for four of them are for scores. So first and 10 Lions at their own 25-yard line. BYU football is brought to you in part by Smith's. Did you know you can have your groceries waiting to be picked up or better yet dropped off at your front door? It's all done online at smithsfoodanddrug.com or on their app on your phone. Download the Smith's app and save time by shopping online. 42-7. Lion football. Rhett Files, who's replaced Blake Deaver, is in the gun. The give to Price. And Price gets to the second level and bounces off tacklers and drags another... Malik Moore out to the 45-yard line. It's a 20-yard gain, and again, a series that moves the sticks for UNA, and the Lions call timeout. They're feeling good about themselves now. Most definitely after what you described appropriately as a glacial pace earlier on in the game has turned into a little bit of, they've got picked up the pace a little bit and got some pep in their step, along with some confidence having scored on the last drive and starting off this first drive with a 20-yard gain. So, the first half will end without BYU recording a single defensive three and out. And coming in two today, BYU had recorded defensive three and outs on 30% of offensive possession. So up roughly a third of the offensive drives end in a three and out. And the FCS team comes in and no drives ending in a three and out in the wow. first half. BYU's got some work to do to keep up to their average. But credit North Alabama. They've done a good job of finding at least one or two plays a drive that uh, are moderately successful. This is a BYU team in the top 10 in total defense, and and UNA is going to get their game average in offense in the first half against BYU, it would appear. From the 45-yard line, play fake, files, forced out to the right, backpedaling and throws it away into the UNA team, and a flag downfield. What is that going to be? Probably in the area of defensive holding. Not the cleanest game for BYU either, penalty-wise. Yeah, the back, the side judge just signaled to the referee. So, into BYU territory, again, go the Lions. Just seven points to show for it in the first half. but Prior to the pass, holding number one, defense. 10-yard penalty from the previous spot, automatic first down. So into BYU territory goes UNA, 45-yard line with 25 seconds still to go until halftime. So the best the Cougs can do here is just get out of it with no more damage done and take this thing 42-7 to the locker room. 
BYU shows four in the line defensively, brings just the four. Quick throw on the slant. Oh, behind the receiver. It's going to go for a first down and more if the throw's a little more in front of Cortez Hall, but slightly behind him, and he could not haul it in. Go to second and ten with 22 seconds to go till halftime, and BYU leading at 42-7. to No complaints whatsoever on offense for BYU. 394 yards and a touchdown on every drive here in the first half, but the defense has allowed yards and a single score off of 219 yards of offense from North Alabama, and this is a team averaging only 233 in offense for a game. Files scrambling to the right, tucking and running out after a minimal gain, maybe they give him four, they give him five. But if they give him six, where are they going to spot that ball? Still waiting. It was a second and ten run. Now they're going to back it way back. Yeah. The far, the far <laughs> official was very confused. He was downfield four, five, six yards. They're going to back it up to a one-yard gain. That's more like it. So it'll go to third down and nine at the 44. That seemed way too generous by yeah, that far. Like, I was like, man, he must have done some, you know, <laughs> shadows are long, lighting's a little bit different. I was like, he must have done some fancy tiptoeing of the sideline there. The motion to Twins left and right with Files in the gun. Takes the belt, high snap, quick fire to the right flat, complete, and a nice strong tackle made on Trevor Price by Micah Harper. Harper upends Price after a single yard gain on third and nine. It goes to fourth down and eight with seven seconds to go. Timeout, North Alabama. This is their second charge timeout of the half. 30 seconds in length. Clock operator, please reset the game clock to eight seconds. Thank you. With eight seconds to play in the half, it'll be a fourth and eight. And the ball's at the 43. So you wouldn't think the 61-yard or the 60-yard field goal attempt will be tried. So you're thinking Hail Mary to end the half here for UNA. Yeah, Hail Mary, if they want to get really risky, technically with eight seconds, you could get quick game out. But, again, at fourth and eight, that you know, you're, you got to give your receivers enough time to get past the sticks. Um, you could technically do that. North Alabama does have a timeout left, so the middle of the field is open, too. If you feel like you got a quick hitter over the middle of the field, you could do that, call a timeout immediately and kick a field goal. But I, like you, Greg, suspect this is, that this is going to be some sort of Hail Mary try. So single timeout remaining, eight seconds on the clock, and Rhett Files in the gun from the BYU 43-yard line. The play fake, the deep drop, the setup and fire for the end. It's going to be... Oh, and not dropped by Malik Moore. Almost an INT in the end zone. It ends up as a long incompletion on the fourth down. Malik Moore had the ball in his hands, couldn't bring it in in the end zone. So the goal is a long incompletion to end the first half of play. BYU 42, North Alabama 7 is our halftime score. North Alabama 221 yards of offense in the first half. 14 first downs to BYU's 16. They ran 40 plays to BYU's 35 and averaged almost six yards per play on offense. So for an FCS team to come in and do that against one of the better defensive teams in the FBS, I think the Lions have a few reasons to feel good about themselves. There's no stopping the BYU offense, but uh, offensively the Lions did their fair share of good work in the first half despite only seven points to show for it as we get to halftime. Zach Wilson in half number one, 10 for 17, 212 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, a passer rating of 241.2. Blake Deaver began the game, was a 50% passer when he went out with a passer rating of 98.6. Then Red Files came in, went 9 for 13 for 110 yards and a passer rating of 140.3. He was very good in the first half. 
BYU does end up with a significant advantage in total offense, 394 to 221. On the ground, Tyler Algier, 13 carries, 141 yards and two scores, an average carry of 10.8 yards per tote, a long of 39. Tyler Price led UNA in rushing three carries for 22 yards, a long of 20. And for BYU, through the air, the leading receiver is Dax Milne, 101 yards on four grabs. Isaac Rex had 20 yards on three grabs, including two touchdowns. North Alabama's Dexter Boykin, 64 yards on three receptions to pace the visitors. BYU in the first half, I mentioned uh, the 16 first downs, North Alabama's 14. BYU averaged in the first half 11.3 yards per play. Averaging a first down every time you snap the ball, that's fairly effective. And that was 11.3, the final number in the first half. Uh, Possession time went to UNA, uh, plus five minutes in the first half. But they got a little more urgent as the half went along. Uh, Less slowdown and more hurry up by UNA as they uh, acquitted themselves somewhat nicely here on the opposing turf at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Now down to field level, and it is Mitchell Jurgens setting up with BYU head coach. Good to hear Jeremy half the time. Hey, six straight scoring drives by the offense. Talk about their performance today. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I I just told, you know, Jeremy talked to the guys. It's just I want to see cleaner football. It's way too many penalties that that I'm not really happy with, and uh, so, you know, we've got to get that cleaned up, and and some of them are 15-yard penalties and stuff that, like, late hits and uh, and uh, holdings and stuff like that on, on defense. Got to clean that up. Yeah, so up 35, what, what's the overall message of the team at halftime? Yeah, we're going to get some other guys opportunity to play, and we expect them to be at their best and play assignment sound football with a lot of discipline and sportsmanship. That's going to be the key for the second half. Uh, so you'll, you'll probably see a lot of new faces, a lot of new names out there. The guys, that we, they, are, they need this experience. They need, need to get out there and play the game. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Mitchell Jurgensen, BYU head coach, Kalani Sitake. We'll have more from Provo next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.